Welcome to Create Shift, a podcast to support, encourage, and inspire you to live your most purposeful and holistic life. I'm your host, Ellen of Being Change. I'm a yoga teacher, writer, and purposeful and holistic living advocate based in Manchester, UK. Thank you so much for joining me on this adventure. Welcome to the summer edition of Create Shift. So this season is different to what's come before um, in that it isn't really a season, it's just one episode. This is the only episode I'm doing for the summer and it is the summer seasonal living, kind of summer seasonal well-being chat where I share tips and thoughts and advice based on my own experience on things that you might want to explore and put into practice in your life this summer to help you feel healthy, happy and well during the summer. So drawing on a little bit of Ayurvedic um, seasonal living theory um, and like I said kind of my own thinking and experiences around around this topic. Um, if you are interested in kind of learning more and going a bit deeper with the Ayurvedic stuff, um, so, you know, Ayurveda being the sister science of yoga and kind of that whole holistic approach to health and well-being, with seasonal living being a really sort of core part of that. If you are interested in going deeper with that, I do have on my website at the moment a Ayurveda-inspired summer seasonal living guide, and it is um, a 23-page guide that I've created. So it goes really deep into the Ayurvedic theory, kind of introduces you to that in a lot more detail. And then there's lots of exercises, meditations, um, journaling questions and prompts and things for you to try out. And just really practical, um, simple, everyday ways for you to bring this Ayurvedic summer seasonal living into your day-to-day life. So if you do want to get yourself a copy of that, you can head to my website being-change.com. And you'll find it there. I think there's like a link to it on the homepage. Um, it's just there on a, a drop down in the main menu. So it's quite easy to find on there. And that is available for £5. So do head there and get that if you're interested. Um, and yeah, so the reason why this episode is the entirety of the summer season is because to me... Summer is a time to be outside, um, kind of to work less in a way. Um, I think I've been thinking a lot about this and kind of thinking, to me, summer is not the time to kind of create a lot of new things or kind of to push forward on really um, labour-intensive, demanding, new project-type things kind of the sort of stuff that you might sort of be bringing to life in the springtime. Summer feels more of a, um, you know, yeah, we're keeping working, we're going to keep things ticking over, keep things going, but there's not um, any sort of hard push, push, push. Um, So that's kind of part of the thinking around not doing um, a full season for summer was because I hadn't already recorded it, so I hadn't pre-recorded it, so it would have meant a lot of pushing and, and it felt kind of, wrong um, and that probably would have come across in how I put the season together um, it probably would have felt rushed and um, kind of the heart not quite being there so 
that was one of the reasons. Um, and then, you know, I didn't want to sit inside all day creating all this stuff, staring at a computer when I would rather be outside because I really feel like that's important for us and our health and well-being in the summertime. And I'd like you to be outside. Um, and I know you can listen to podcasts outside, but it's kind of like, I want to practice what I preach and I want to encourage you to, to practice this stuff too. Um, and yeah, summertime, I just think it's time to kind of maybe be more social, um, sort of hang out with friends, um, have those real <laughs> human to human interactions rather than me talking to you, um, in, in your ears. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it really. I think summer is time, um, like for me, summer, the, the word that I keep talking about at the moment in relation to summer is space. And, and summer to me sort of feels spacious. And I think that's still me holding on to kind of the, that thing that's been ingrained into me since, since school days of that long drawn out summer holiday. that was always so looked forward to, you know, it's like, what is it? Six weeks, maybe, I think something like that. And that always just felt amazing. You know, that gap in between one term and another kind of like a transitional stage in a way in that sense, I guess. And, um, yeah, it always just felt so spacious, you know, that freedom of not having to go to school and kind of your days being your own and you could get up later and hang out with friends and, you know, kind of have that feeling of long summers spent lazing in the park um, with my friends kind of like when I was a teenager and stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm nostalgic for that. <laughs> but um, no, it's not that. It's kind of I've maintained this idea that summer is about about space. And obviously, um, as an adult, we have more responsibilities. We have a job to go to, a job that um, probably doesn't stop for the summer. Although I know some countries do that. Um, and that would be great if we could do that, right? Just like shut down for the summer. It'd be brilliant. Um, so that's the dream. But um, I think there are ways that we can create space and a spaciousness in our lives and kind of in the way that we do things in the summer um, without having to shut down our, our everyday lives and our responsibilities and stuff. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll talk a little bit about that um, in this in this episode a little bit more. Um, so, where to start with that? I think one thing that's really important for me is at the start of each season taking a bit of time to kind of reflect on what that season is to you and what you want it to be. So asking yourself, you know, what is summer to me? And maybe writing down just all the words and thoughts and feelings and, and phrases and anything that comes to mind, you know, whether that's um, a song or a feeling or a certain food or anything. Um, write that down so you get a sort of clear picture of, of, of what summer is and a real sensation. And then you can ask yourself, what do I want from my summer this summer? And you could consider that both from a work perspective and a life perspective, if you like. I think for me, it's been really important to set my intentions kind of for my life this summer and things that I want. So I've made a list of things that I that I want, and that includes stuff like um, making new salad recipes, um, which is something that um, I really want to do and, and like make nice lunches for myself and then enjoy that experience of um, trying new things and finding new recipes. Um, 
and eating that seasonal food. Um, it's like day trips that I want to do. So going different places nearby. I'm really like making sure that I make the time in my schedule to do that. Um, it's having dinner with friends, um, all sort of things like that. So for me, that's what's, what's what, when I think about what is summer, stuff comes up, you know, like sitting outside in the garden with friends and like having long evenings, just sort of sitting outside, staring at the sky and chatting or having nice food and drink, um, but stuff that's quite light and fresh and kind of all these things come to mind and, um, you know, um, really being outside, I just keep saying it, um, and those kind of like long evenings, long days, kind of lazy, hazy sort of feeling. Um, and so that's what's gone into kind of my intentions. And then what I'm going to do is is make sure that I make happen what I want to happen in the summer. And that means prioritizing those things. And then when it came to work, I just thought about this idea of kind of, well, I probably don't want to work on anything brand new. I don't want to push myself to have to work sort of really long hours and, and create something brand new from scratch. Um, but I want to keep things ticking over and keep things going as they are. And it's kind of, for me at the moment, maybe a little bit challenging on that respect because um, I'm still kind of in the early stages of my business and there's still quite a lot of work that I want to do to get things to the place that I want them to be in. Um, so it kind of feels like... I can't just fully stop and let things like things aren't really ticking along at the moment as they are. So in an ideal world, you know, maybe in a few years, there'll be stuff that's just running in the background and that I can just sort of keep ticking over with minimal work. And really then in the summer, I will um, work a lot less, ideally. But for now, there's still like quite a few things that I need to do. But I'm going to try and, and work maybe less hours on my own work. And obviously in my day job, I don't have control over that. So, um, but, but let's talk about that then. So when I'm in the office and what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to make sure that I, I go outside on my lunch breaks, which I do anyway, but maybe make sure that I find some sun and sit in the sun and just sort of enjoy that. Um, making myself that kind of seasonal lunches, you know, the salads that I, that I make, I take to work, um, walking, you know, getting off earlier, like a tram stop earlier and walking further, and that kind of thing. I mean, there's there's obviously a limit to what we can do when we're in a, a working environment where we don't have that much agency um, over our kind of working day and how it's shaped. But there are things that, that we can put into place. Um, so just in general, yeah, just kind of a time of being content to rest with how things are and then enjoy my time outside. And I'm doing a lot of work in the garden because um, it seems the time for it, you know, and really... If we think about what's coming up for the next the, the sort of the next six months of the year, we're going to get into autumn and winter, and I see the summer as a time to kind of charge ourselves up, you know, by getting the vitamin D from the sun, um, and by getting kind of that social engagement and activity that we might feel more um, prone to, even as introverts, might feel more like we want more of that social engagement and fun and play and frivolity in the summer. And that can really charge us up and fuel us up for the, for the winter months, I think. Um, I'm, my birthday's in August, so I've always sort of associated summer with kind of social gatherings and things like that. And there are a lot of family birthdays in August as well. So that's always an association for me. But I think um in general it is a time when we feel more like um spending time with people probably because we've got the longer evenings you know like when we finish work we've got that light so it's it feels easier to make plans in the evenings and that kind of thing 
Um, and I think Ayurvedic theory would really back this up as well. So in Ayurvedic theory, as you'll know if you've listened to this podcast before, if you listen to the seasonal episodes or if you've read some of my blog posts on this or maybe you've um, purchased my spring guide or you've already got the summer guide or anything like that or if you just know a little bit about it, um, you'll know about the doshas. Um, and if you've listened to my episode in season one with Emma Newland, we chat about this a lot as well. Um but in a nutshell, the doshas are kind of like different um, energies, I guess, energetic qualities, we could call them, um, that make up um, all living matter. And, and the seasons have um, uh, different doshas that are associated with them. So there are three doshas in total. They're pitta, vata and kapha. And... The season of summer is associated with the dosha of pitta, which itself is associated with the elements of fire and water. And the different doshas give, uh, they have different qualities associated with them. Um, and so when they are kind of present within us, um, and when we've got sort of a high level of a certain one, the qualities associated with that dosha will become present in us so pitta dosha um can be associated with kind of qualities of being quite charismatic and quite outgoing um uh, fun to be around and so that kind of makes sense then that summer is associated with pitta so when we get into the heat of summer we're we're there with kind of we've got um a season that is dominated by pitta dosha which therefore will make that dosha rise within us and the the different effects that has is, is different from person to person because each person has their own level of, of doshas within them. So we all have a combination of, of the three doshas. Um, and most of us have two that are really highly um, prevalent within us. Some of us have one that is just kind of like the real dominant one. Some of us have all three. Um, and different things that we experience in our environment around us, including the nature, uh, <laughs> including weather and, and changes in nature and stuff, um, will have an impact on on the doshas within us so summer can increase the level of pitta dosha within us which could make us feel more like spending time with others because we might feel more outgoing more playful more lively um more um charismatic confident and that kind of thing um, on the negative side, in terms of kind of those sorts of qualities, pitta could be associated with um, kind of being irritable, so like quick to anger, um, which if you think about fire, that, that makes sense, um, like a fiery kind of temperament, um, or uh, jealousy, uh, kind of like comparison and being really critical about um, ourselves. Um, so sometimes you can notice that we're going into that kind of comparison trap and, and saying oh, we're not good enough and this person's doing so much better than me um and that's that could be something that quite quite commonly creeps up in the summer so it's really helpful to bear these things in mind to then help us support our health and well-being as we move throughout the summer season and all of this stuff is stuff that I talk about in a lot more detail in the guide in the Ayurveda inspired summer seasonal living guide on my website which again you can buy for five pounds if you would like to do that just head to being-change.com um but in a nutshell, a few other things that um, kind of come at this time of year with Pitta 
exposure being being prevalent. So pitta can um, cause kind of inflammation type effects in the body. So maybe issues with digestion or kind of um, hay fever type stuff or uh, kind of like summer heat rashes and that kind of thing. Um, so balancing out the pitta dosha could help with those sorts of things. Um, as you know, or as you'll, you'll know if you've listened to the, to the other episodes to do with Ayurveda or, or read any of my stuff on my blog about Ayurveda, the foods that we eat have a huge impact on the levels of the doshas within us. And so really changing our diet with the seasons can be very helpful. And maybe when you thought about summer, um, if you've already done that exercise that I suggested at the start, and um, if you haven't, when you do do it, maybe when you think about summer, certain foods will come to mind, you know, like me with my salads. And we'll probably find that quite intuitively and instinctively we we know the foods that make us feel good in summer and the foods that make us feel less good. And in general, we should stick with foods that are nice and, and cooling rather than foods that produce heat in the body to therefore balance out pitta dosha, which itself is hot and fiery, like we said. So, you know, foods like a salad would be much better than a really spicy um, curry, for example, um, if we're feeling those effects of, of pitta or if it's a particularly hot day and that kind of thing. Again, this is broken down in a lot more detail in the guide on my website. Um, other things that we can do, other lifestyle kind of practices are changing the ways that we move and the kind of movements that we do. So kind of more um, slower, calmer, cooler, cooling movement practices are very good for the heat of summer um you, if you do yoga then maybe practicing you know so if you were doing a sun sanitation you might not do it in a dynamic fiery way um like you would perhaps in the winter um, but instead you might choose to do it in a little bit more of a slow um gentle fashion maybe um sometimes i like to to talk about moving with the quality of water um or, um, I mean, pitta is, is made up of water also. So maybe more moving with the quality of kind of air or space, trying to create space in the body. So something that I've been focusing a lot in my classes at the moment um, is is creating space in the body and the mind. So again, returning to that idea of space making in the summer. Um, so practicing things like a moon salutation could be nice and cooling as well. Poses that massage the abdomen are very good. So um, things like cobra pose or uh, gentle gentle twists that work into those organs that can be very helpful as well. Um, of course, you may still want to be running um, or doing sort of more high intensity exercise at this time of year. And that is fine. But you might consider when you do that in the day. So the doshas are each prevalent at different times of the day as well. Um, and pitta is is more prevalent between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. And then again at 11, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. So it might be that you choose not to do your high intensity exercise during 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. And I mean, I have no idea why you'd be doing it at 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. But if you were, maybe don't. Um, I really hope you're not. Because um, I don't know how you're sleeping if you're doing that. But... Um, yeah, so if, if you wanted to do those kind of things, then maybe you're doing them later in the evening um, or earlier in the morning, which again is just common sense because in the summer, that's when the sun is strongest at 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. So why would you want to be running at that time of day? Um, I mention a lot of other practices in the guide for kind of things that you might want to think about in terms of kind of personal relationships and um, 
uh, like different lifestyle practices. There's also um, something that I wanted to mention that I really like for summer, and it's quite simple, I think, and it's just rose water. Um, and so rose essential oil and, and rose um, water and sort of anything distilled from rose is really, really beneficial for actually all three doshas, but it's really nice and cooling and calming for pitta dosha. Um, so I have rose water that I just use as a facial toner at the end of the day. So I just use that as part of my skincare routine. Um, and then also sometimes I mix it with some coconut oil and use that as a massage um, kind of thing for my feet, which can be really nice, especially if it's a really hot night. Um, so coconut oil has a very cooling effect as well. So putting that on the feet at nighttime, if it's really hot, can help us feel a little cooler before we go to sleep. Um, also popping rose water just in a glass of water is really lovely as well but you can also make um, kind of some nice exciting drinks you could make a cocktail with it or a mocktail if you wanted um, or I made a nice iced tea the other day so that's a really nice sort of simple thing you can grab and then use throughout the summer you can also use it as a little spray like a facial mist so you can take it around with you to to help you cool down if you're feeling a bit too hot and the very last thing that I wanted to share today before I let you go off and frolic in the summer sunshine be outside and do all the social things it's about thinking about summer as a good time of year to review the year that's happened so far take time to refresh and take time to plan for the year ahead the rest of the year to come I guess because summer seems situated kind of at that midpoint of the year obviously June is the sixth month of the year and now we're just into July um it's a good time to just look back and see what's happened. Literally just take stock of what's happened. Notice how you feel about what's happened in the year so far. Maybe write down what you're proud of, things that you're grateful for. Maybe think about your goal if you had one for the year, your intention or your word of the year and see how that's manifesting, how that's coming coming into play in your life. If you're, if you're working well towards that, if you need to change it or if you need to course correct for the rest of the year thinking about anything that you want to to make happen for the rest of the year before the winter starts to set in. I kind of like to think about it as, um, you know, in the autumn time we would harvest the food that we've grown so that we can enjoy enjoy the, the fruits of our labour um, in the winter and can nourish ourselves. And so in the summer we take time to to make sure everything's going okay for that, that everything's going to turn out well so it's kind of like keeping things going and, and keeping things ticking along as they are but it's just taking that time to consider um whether we need to do anything different what we want to be doing in the rest of the year and what we can kind of lay the groundwork for now so that we can bring that um to fruition so yeah that's it i'm gonna let you go out maybe have some holiday time time to refresh yourself time to really reflect you know when we have when we have a break away from the everyday we have time don't we to we've got the space the time and the space to to sort of think about what's happened and what's what's ahead to come so i hope you enjoy that i hope you get to refresh yourself nourish yourself nurture yourself in the way that you need to this summer i hope you make your list of the things that you want to do and you you bring those um to life you make sure they happen so that you get to the end of the summer and, and you've had a full and rich experience rather than as so often has happened to me before I get to the end of the summer and I'm like where on earth did the summer go what happened so let's try and stop that happening let's try and be present and intentional and support our health and well-being as we go along and um, before I leave you just another reminder that you can buy my Ayurveda inspired summer seasonal living guide on my website at being-change.com 
which goes much deeper into all of the Ayurvedic stuff I talked about and touched on today and provides lots of um, tips and really practical things and ways for you to include this Ayurvedic wisdom in your day-to-day life, as well as journaling exercises, questions, meditations and things to support you with that. So I hope you enjoy it. If you do get it, let me know. And I will be recording extra well, I will be recording the the conversations and interviews for the autumn season of the podcast during the summer and getting that all set up and in place for you. I'm looking forward to it. Um, And I will be enjoying time outside and in my garden and doing the things that I have put on my list. So I look forward to catching up with you soon. Have a lovely summer. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Create Shift. I hope that you have enjoyed listening to this conversation. I hope you found it useful, inspiring, supportive. I'd love to hear what you thought of it. Find me on Instagram at being underscore change. And if you are enjoying the podcast, remember to subscribe so that you can find out when there is a new episode straight away. Get it straight to your phone or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And I would love it so much if you would leave a rating or a review or both wherever you listen to your podcast if you are enjoying the show. And if you would share it with your friends, family, strangers you meet on the bus, that would be great. It's a huge help and helps other people to find the show. You can find all the show notes at being-change.com where you find links to all the resources mentioned in the episode as well. Thank you very much and I'll see you next time.